The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Seven on the Central Coast on this Thursday, March 9th, 2023, at the risk of stating the obvious, if you're an employer and you have employees who can work remotely, I would certainly give them that option tomorrow. The fewer people on the road tomorrow, the better off we're going to be. Meanwhile, I'm Dave Congleton, and uh, we're just rolling through the afternoon. We've got a two-part conversation about homelessness starting at 5 o'clock. During the 5 o'clock hour, let's focus specifically on Kansas Avenue. Is the county closing it down, or are they not closing it down? They're sending mixed signals. We'll get perspective from Becky McFarland and Pat West. Uh, um, this hour, excuse me. Always good to be in conversation with Mr. Dan Shedwell. He joins us now. Dan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. Thanks for being with us, sir. Boy, there's so much. My pleasure. I, there's so much I want to ask you about. Uh, let me <laughs> let me go to Politico. Uh, just read the opening paragraph here. Uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy's decision to release thousands of hours of security footage from that day to Fox News has reopened a painful fault line that his party has repeatedly tried to mend. Two years after the violent assault on the Capitol by Donald Trump supporters, with most of its members no longer opening parroting the former president's false claims that Joe Biden's win was illegitimate, the GOP is still stuck reliving January 6th. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, Dan, apparently Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy gave exclusive access to Fox News personality Tucker Carlson of 41,000 hours of coverage from the events of January 6th. So I guess I'd start with a basic question. Do we have any idea as to why Speaker McCarthy decided to give Tucker Carlson exclusive access? Yeah, we know exactly why. We know because um, it's been very well reported, uh, and this was before McCarthy came out and made this decision, that Tucker Carlson was willing to basically out-and-out lie to his own viewers about what had happened. I mean, it's there's a, through this Dominion lawsuit that is pending right now against Fox News for $1.6 billion. Uh, there are all of these bits of information that are coming out as part of the depositions in this case that show that Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, even Rupert Murdoch himself, all were very well aware that Donald Trump likely lost the election and all these claims about the big lie were just that, that they were a big lie. But Kevin McCarthy had been continuing to, if not out-and-out, out push that big lie himself, was certainly allowing all kinds of space for very kind of fringe members of his own party to come out and sort of push this whole thing. So this has been this big circular loop between Fox News and Kevin McCarthy and members you know, very, you know, kind of radical members, I would suggest, in, in the Republican Party, particularly in the House of Representatives, who've been pushing this whole lie that Donald Trump lost the election. So 
when we talk about the January 6th insurrection, which is one of the key points that, um, that, is, that places the former president in a lot of vulnerability, it was very clear that Kevin McCarthy wanted to have some sort of a, an alternative uh, portrayal of what had happened on the insurrection day on January 6th. And he knew that he could probably trust Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson is virtually demonstrated across the board that he has zero problems with lying to his own audience. He could hand over these tapes to Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson would then hand those over to his editors. They would do a bunch of cherry-picking, and that's according to the head of the Capitol Police, after looking at, at this broadcast that was done earlier in the week. He could count on Tucker Carlson to create this big fantasy that, you know, effectively said that the insurrection wasn't an insurrection, that it was just a bunch of people walking through the Capitol, which we all know is baloney. Right. And, and so if you looked at Tucker Carlson's version of January 6th, he made it out to be through selective edits by his team. It was just a peaceful protest. Right. All that's, right. It, that's exactly the, the, the bottom line from watching that broadcast. And then, of course, there are members of the Republican Party in the Senate who have said out and out uh, after seeing some of this that it, it's an embarrassment, that it's disgusting, that he is completely fabricating this, and that Kevin McCarthy was wrong. And that's, that's um, it, it was a mistake. That's a quote from uh, Mitch McConnell for Kevin McCarthy to hand over these tapes to Tucker Carlson. And it starts with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. From what I've read, Dan, Senate Republicans are very vocal in their criticism of Kevin McCarthy for his handling of the situation. House Republicans mm -hmm. are more muted, but very few are defending him. Yes, and... And, and this is, in my view, the problem with the Republican Party right now, um, in general, across the board. They have this split because nobody wants to focus on what actually happened. They really don't want it to. I mean, the, the Senate Republicans want to move on. They want to just stop talking about it. So they're upset that this whole hubbub has, uh, by McCarthy handing over the tapes to Tucker Carlson, has just basically inflamed the, the topic and has taken over the news cycle. Um, but the, the members of the House are still bent on trying to somehow push this narrative that Donald Trump uh, lost the election because it was stolen from him, which we all know is not true. But the House Republicans have made this political calculation that they need to continue pushing this lie. So Fox News is apparently going to be their instrument for continuing to push this and in a collaborative effort. But the Senate Republicans, who have to be around for six years and deal with the fallout from all this, you know, into the next election cycle, are very concerned and they want to move on. So uh, Senate Majority Leader McConnell held up the letter written by the head of the uh, Capitol Police. He said, quote, I would associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. And I'm not going to read all of these, but here is Senator John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana, Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah, Kevin Kramer, Republican of North Dakota, all of them critical of the decision to give the information to Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for example, Senator Senator John Kennedy said, you know, I was here. It was not peaceful. It was an abomination. Um, and uh, Mitt Romney basically described the, the attack as a violent 
and disgusting, dangerous, um, dangerous day. And he said any effort to normalize it is dangerous and disgusting. So, yeah, they're they're on two different tracks. The problem that I see with this whole thing is that until there's an actual accountability uh, within the ranks of the Republican Party writ large as a whole, where they basically somehow figure out a way to say to step out and say Donald Trump again has disqualified himself from being president again. Until that happens, they really can't move on in the Senate. And the House is still so busy running around trying to figure out how to push this lie that they really can't get anything done in any sort of legitimate fashion either. So you, you effectively have the Democratic Party just sort of sitting back watching all of this infighting, thinking, well, you know, we might as well just go ahead and try to come up with some ideas that are going to be an improvement to the lives of Americans. Dan Chadwell on this broadcast. So what are your thoughts about the relationship between Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell? Supposedly they're both conservative Republicans. Yeah, well, I, I think I think Mitch McConnell has, to be honest, a little bit easier task because, first of all, he has a smaller group of folks that he needs to keep in line. Um, you know, you've just got two senators from each state. Um, McCarthy is trying to manage 218 people and keep them all in line. And some of those wackos include people like Lauren Boebert and, and all of these kind of right-wing nutcases. Marjorie Taylor Greene, people who are, you know, still trying to, to pretend that this was some kind of a vast conspiracy and that we had election machines that were um, influenced by Hugo Chavez. You know, I mean, just ridiculous stuff. So Kevin McCarthy is trying to please everybody and trying to keep all those folks in line. And Mitch McConnell can actually step out and, and be a little bit more of the voice of reason. So I, I don't know how this resolves, because basically the two have to figure out a way to work together if they're going to really create any formidable opposition to the Democrats, at least as far as the election coming up in 2024 is concerned. All right, Dan Shadwell is with us talking about uh, Kevin McCarthy and Tucker Carlson and Mitch McConnell and the Dominion lawsuit. A lot there to unpack. We have a lot of text messages already coming in. We'll address those uh, imminently and uh, talk more with Dan. We're live, we're local. This is the Dave Congleton Show. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Dan, I'm going to have to let you read some of these text messages we're already getting on the Stolberg Tatum text line. I, I think you're the most controversial guest I have. Holy cow. Uh, Dan Shadwell is here. We're always glad to be in conversation, Mr. Shadwell. We are talking about uh, Kevin McCarthy and Tucker Carlson and the fact that the Speaker of the House decided to give exclusive access of 41,000 hours of tape about the events of January 6th, specifically and only to Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson turned around and gave a slightly biased perspective of what did or did not happen on January 6th. And now a lot of Senate Republicans are angry at Kevin McCarthy. What, what does this do, if anything, to Fox News? Well, one would hope that Fox News viewers would revolt and, and, and maybe if, if not just turn off 
the uh, the channel. I, I mean, I would hope actually that people would write to Fox News and say, "This is disgusting. You guys need to get your house in order. We 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 want to trust you, but you've completely betrayed us." Um, I mean, what this really does, I think, for some other conservative news organizations that are legitimate, and, and there are several, by the way, Bulwark, National Review, The Economist, Wall Street Journal. I mean, there's, there's a, there, there are other good conservative-leaning organizations that, that relay the news and tell you the truth, by the way. Um, but Fox News, I mean, I, I think they've basically revealed themselves to be just liars and that they clearly don't care. I mean, Rupert Murdoch himself said he was aware that he knew his hosts were effectively telling the viewers lies. He said that. He said that in these depositions. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, I mean, all these, all these hosts, there are text messages and emails from them showing that they knew they were lying, that they didn't believe what they were telling the audience. So until the audience basically says, well, then I'm going to turn it off, or I'm going to demand a change, they've effectively revealed themselves to be who they are. And now if the viewing audience and Republicans don't turn away from them, they're effectively giving everybody complete license to just tell them lies. Yeah, but Dan, Dan, it's it's the chicken or the egg argument. Is Fox News distorting in order to get viewers, or is this the viewer that Fox News is after, meaning the mm-hmm. always Trumper, never liberal, whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's you're, you're, it's a good point. It's a very good point because it, apparently a lot of this started after after the election and and um, in January sixth, and um, and people started realizing at Fox News that they were losing an enormous percentage of their viewing audience to other organizations like Newsmax and OANN, and they deliberately decided to go ahead and try to chase the audience by telling them things that they thought the audience wanted them to tell them Bingo. in order to maintain their, their, uh, their market share. And, you know, I mean, you're right. It, it's a chicken or the egg thing because yeah. they're not going to tell you something different um, if all they're doing is just trying to tell you what they think you want them to tell you. And if you continue to sit there and listen to the baloney, they have no incentive to change their business model. So comment then on, as part of this Dominion lawsuit, these uh, texts were revealed. And I'm just going to put this diplomatically. It's fair to say that in reality, Tucker Carlson is not a fan of Donald Trump. No, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Carlson's own text messages and his emails basically tell you a whole series of things. But first, they tell you that he knew the big lie was just that, but he kept pushing it and putting people on the air, including Sidney Powell, that he knew was lying on the air. He know um, he knows and 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 admitted in these in these text messages that Trump was a failure in business, and and basically said that he just destroys everything that he does. He's a complete he's a complete um, a mess as far as business goes. Um, he also basically admitted that he was embarrassed by Trump's refusal to attend Biden's inauguration, which was really infantile and, and just immature on the part of Trump. And, and Tucker Carlson also says uh, he was looking forward to Trump being gone, saying two days before the insurrection occurred, I can't wait. I hate him passionately. So now, by the way, this week is, is a part of the recutting of all of this 
uh, footage that was coming from the Capitol Police, the 41,000 hours, and, and trying to present this as though it was just a, a tour group walking through the Capitol, the first thing he did out of the gate was effectively back up Trump again, pushing the big lie. So, I mean, at some point, I would just say to Fox viewers, are you okay with people just blatantly lying to you all the time? Is that really what you want? Because it's certainly not news. I mean, you may be indoctrinated. Maybe it's filling some kind of a fantasy void that you need. I don't know. But it's certainly not news. And these people are knowingly lying to you and manipulating you. Dan Shadwell on this broadcast. We're going to welcome your phone calls and read these text messages after news at the bottom of the hour. I know you're not an attorney, Dan, but if Mm. McCarthy gave exclusive access to Tucker Carlson, couldn't other news organizations demand access under, like, the Freedom of Information Act or whatever it is? Wouldn't they have legal basis to get access to the tape? They would certainly have legal access. The problem is that, that and, and, and I'm again, I'm, you're right, I'm not an attorney, but my understanding is that the Speaker of the House, who is now Kevin McCarthy, and some would say unfortunately, um, is in control of these tapes. And so he has those because basically that was evidence that had been gathered by the January 6th subcommittees. Um, so he has kind of control over it. Now, you're absolutely right. I mean, and I'm sure there are other sources, including the Capitol Police themselves, that news organizations could could uh, try to, to reach out to through FOIA requests, but it's going to take time. I heard that one of the reasons McCarthy gave the tapes to Tucker Carlson is that he wanted a counter-narrative to the January 6th commission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he, he was trying to pretend that, that everything that the January 6th committee came up with, even though, by and large, the vast majority of all the testimony came from Republicans, even though he knew that, he was still trying to push this, and this was his own little lie, and not little in, the, in that respect, I suppose, but this was his whole ridiculous idea that somehow this was just a partisan investigation. All right. And, Let me hold yeah. you there, Dan. We're in conversation with Dan Chadwell, who one listener on the Stolberg Tatum text line calls the most biased person I've ever heard. We got news and we got traffic. We got weather. We'll take your phone calls and read your text messages. This is Hometown Radio. Uh, we are in conversation with Mr. Dan Shadwell. We have been talking about our former congressman, Kevin McCarthy, is now Speaker of the House. If you're just joining us, Kevin McCarthy decided to give exclusive access of 41,000 hours of uh, videotape, whatever it's on now, from uh, the January 6th insurrection. And he gave it exclusively to Tucker Carlson. Mr. Carlson turned around and started presenting it on his show. And what critics are saying is a biased perspective of the events of that day and now a lot of senate republicans including mitch mcconnell are upset at mccarthy for doing that uh we welcome your phone calls 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832 if you want in on this conversation we'll start with jack in san Luis. hey jack 
Hi, good afternoon, Dave. Hey, Jack. Good afternoon. Um, I just want to say, you know, Sidney Powell uh, was yeah. on the Tucker Carlson show twice. And the, at the end of the first visit, she said that uh, she came out with some allegations and that you would have proof in the future. Right. Second meeting with, second show, he says, where's the proof? She didn't have any proof. And he actually chided her in so many words, saying, we can't go any further in the discussion unless you have some proof. Okay, so he was what? not a big uh, election denier in regard, uh, in that way, I, I mean, they were possibly had their ideas about how some of the regulations were set up and right. so forth. But Jack, Jack, what about this incident? The giving of the tapes from Kevin McCarthy to Kevin, to Tucker Carlson and what he did with them. What do you think? Well, I think transparency is very important for a democracy. If you don't have transparency, if you're afraid of transparency, uh, well, then uh, you have a failed state. And anybody that promotes a failed state would like to have everybody shut down and not see the other side of the story and not have an open uh, discussion on the situation. Uh, the two um, uh, Republicans that they did have on the January 6th, Liz Cheney and uh, Kissinger, were very biased. They okay. had uh, problems with, personal problems with uh, right. Donald Trump and that. And that uh, Jack, but it's no longer, uh, Jack, I'm just asking you, what do you think of Kevin McCarthy's decision? Was he justified in doing it? Absolutely. Okay. And Absolutely. did you see any of the Tucker Carlson version of it? Yes. What did you think? I thought that he showed it. He said he was against the violence that did occur. He just basically showed it. You can see on film that they did lie. The January 6th um, people did lie about certain aspects of it. They gave that, the, the guy, the QAnon guy, he wasn't what they said he was. He was just propped up to be, he was a scapegoat for the whole thing. Yeah. And really, he has mental problems. And uh, other things, and it was a real terrible thing what they did to put all those people in jail without trials for two years. You just don't put somebody in jail for two years without a trial. All right, Jack. I appreciate the call. There's a lot there, Dan. What do you want to respond to? Okay, well, very quickly, there was a trial. He was sentenced to 41 months in jail, so almost three and a half years. So there was a trial, and he was found guilty. And so um, to Jack's point about transparency, I would just say, yes, transparency is very important, which is exactly why what you don't do if you're trying to be transparent is hand over exclusive information to no one else besides somebody that you know is an admitted liar. I mean, that's not transparency. That's spin. So if Jack wants transparency, what he needs to do is look at how most important situations like this are handled by responsible lawmakers in which they release the information to all the news organizations so that you then have an opportunity to cross-check with the various news organizations and see how they're, how they're uh, translating that information to you. All right. Uh, and, Dane, if you're listening, you're not banned from the show. You can call in. Anybody can call in. 805-543-8830. Don is in Aurora Grande on KVEC. Hi, Don. Hi, Dave. Hey, Hi, Dan. Hi. Um, hey, Don. Boy, you sure saw a totally different uh, uh, Tucker Carlson than I saw. So let's, first off, 
qualify this. We're talking about the last three days of Tucker Carlson. We're not talking about whatever he said in the last two years. The last three days of his release of tapes. He did not say anything about Trump winning the election. That's a lie. What he released, he also included some of the footage, which we've seen plenty of, of the violence. He did not deny the violence. When he showed a peaceful group of people walking through the rotunda, he made the comment about them being, them on the video that he was showing at the time being peaceful. He was not talking about the whole organization being peaceful, as the left has done for Seattle and Portland when there was videos with things burning in the background and going on for a hundred days. So why are the Senate Republicans so upset if your narrative is correct, Don? I don't know, because he had the attorney for the shaman, and the attorney said he had asked for some of the the tapes on... from the Capitol through through the Freedom of Information, and he didn't get any of the information. And this is exculpatory evidence that would clear his client, as Tucker showed that in in the case of the shaman, there's doubt as to what he was convicted of because the police are escorting him and even opening doors for him. Now you there's more tape and there's more information to be gotten from that. And why shouldn't that be released to his attorney and to everybody? Well, it should be freedom of information released to everybody. It and should that's be. why we well, um, agree. Um, it was given to Tucker. It should be given to everybody. We agree that it should be given to everybody. And I just want to point out before Dan responds, we are talking about uh, Carlson's reaction to Donald Trump because that's part of this whole debate. Go ahead, Dan, respond. Well, I, you know, this is the problem with with this kind of normalizing of of the situation there's been this whole narrative that you know and this has actually come from republican lawmakers um, in, including some who said it was just a tour group it was like a regular day at the at the at the capital parts of it I were mean, and i can well hang on a second don here's the thing you can go to any particular newsworthy situation and find some guy that's just sitting there on the on the ground watching that isn't doing anything harmful but that's not where the information is that is important to the story. So Tucker Carlson selectively editing a bunch of stuff to try to... He didn't edit, he showed it. Hang on, Don, Don, hang on a minute, okay? Well, well, you're it. lying. He, okay. no, uh, he, wait a no. minute, he had okay, to edit. Don. He didn't show 41,000 hours, Don. He had to have it edited. Come on. But he didn't edit what he showed. What are you talking about? Of course he did. What are you, oh, what are you he went about? in there and used Photoshop Don, 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 and moved Don, the people Don, around and Don, put the police Don, in, put extra Don, policemen walking Don, next Don, to him. He did that? Hey, let him respond. Don, do you, have a, Don, Don, do you have a Facebook page? Let me just ask you this. Do you have a Facebook page or any sort of social media where you post pictures? I have a Facebook page, but I hardly ever use it. Okay, but okay. I do well, have so, but the point, wait, wait, wait. So stay with me here for a second. You choose which pictures go on that site, Correct which is a yes. type of editing. That is a type of editing. Now, when it comes to the way news is, is working, the way news works, and I've spent years in this, so I know a little bit about it, what happens is you go through and you try to find the most germane video, if you're a legitimate journalist, that is going to tell the story, and then you give the details, the facts, 
And, and facts are important, by the way. And that's what Tucker Carlson has been admitting in these depositions that he left out. He is selectively choosing to give you less damaging video to show you things that were not a major part of the important bits that you need to know as a news consumer. Well, what else? No, they were the other side of showing the violence. There's no other side. There was violence, there's, and there there's, was there's, Don, people no walking through side. the rotunda. Don, okay. Don, there's no other side, and here's why. Here's why I can tell you that. Because you've got all these Republican lawmakers in the Senate saying, we were there to yeah. try to reconfigure this whole process and make it sound like it wasn't violent. Is just he didn't disgusting. say that. He showed the okay. violence. He Mitt said Romney. it wasn't all okay. violence. But Mitch, okay, even even Mitch McConnell is standing with the Capitol Police and saying that Tucker Carlson is taking it out of context. It's not just Dan Shadwell, Don. You well, be then fair let's here. look. At, let's have somebody look at the forty-four thousand hours. The the White House has this stuff on their system. The the, the Capitol pictures, not the the pictures from the people, but the White House what? has video and they have timestamps on it, and they can go. through through and look at you know what was in the rotunda what was in the hallway what was on the stairway but the point i want is mitch mcconnell defends the capitol police go ahead can i just say something don here's a news flash we already went through that process we had a bipartisan group of legislators that went through an exhaustive amount of material and turned around and presented it to the american public in the january 6th subcommittee hearings and, and the shaman's lawyer said he couldn't get the videos would, from the freedom of information act okay. so that was yeah. withheld they, they right. can say they can say whatever they want but that's not what we're even talking about here all right yes, I, we are. we're talking okay. about videos that weren't showed and people that were incarcerated on uh unsubstantiated claims one guy was accused of saying words when he and the only thing they showed was his own video and there's all kinds of people around him shouting and screaming but they accused him of shouting and this is the way that we have our justice system done and uh, these folks can appeal their attorneys there are all sorts of ways to deal with it i appreciate the passion and thanks for calling we'll come back for a final segment mr shadwell and we'll get to some of these text messages you're listening to am 920 fm 96.5 news talk kvec Nasty, nasty, nasty videos on or text on the Stolberg Tatum text line. Yikes, Dan, Dan, Dan. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Scott on KVEC. Hey, Scott. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dan. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Well, I kind of missed part of the show. I'm getting my car repaired right now, but I'll weigh in what I can. I heard Don kind of talk about. Well, one, I watched. I watched. I think it was a pretty good segment. I know you disagree with me on that, Dan, but. I think it's valid to, to show the public the videos because as they've been hidden for so long. But what I want to really talk about is the, the, the black gentleman, the, the police officer, that had a legitimate reason to wear a red hat to get in the Capitol, and he was fired for that. And he wasn't given he wasn't given um, you know justice for his reason to protect you know the people that still be in the Capitol. And I think. That needs to be talked about. Okay, and the media kind of didn't want to talk about it at yeah, all. And yeah, been, but, Scott, come on. Let's let, but let's bring you back to Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy released forty-one thousand hours of the videotape to only Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson comes back and gives 
uh, basically biased account of all this, an account so biased that Senate Republicans, many of them, have been openly critical of Tucker Carlson. The Senate Majority Leader or Minority Leader uh, McConnell stands with the Capitol Police. Isn't that the issue here? Should McCarthy have uh, done what he did? I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell. And, you know, I think it's 46,041. But you know what? Um, the, the the corporate media has had these, has been talking about this for the past two years, and we haven't really seen anything other than a committee and what they're talking about in the committee, and the public can't even see the video. So you know what? I would say just release all the videos to all the media companies sure. and let them let them fight at it. You know, let them fight at it. You know, if they want to discredit for what Tucker Carlson, fine. If Tucker Carlson wants to discredit what the other the left said, fine. Just let the uh, the public see it, see it. And I'm just being neutral. You know, be neutral about it. You don't whether sound you're, neutral. Whether you're biased or not biased, um, just let the public debate on it. Let the public judge. Dan. Well, yeah, I, I agree with Scott. I think it, it should all be released, or at least as, as much of it as can be released without jeopardizing the safety of lawmakers, which is part of the reason, frankly, a lot of this video had not been made public, because it shows escape routes from the Capitol. It shows lawmakers um, using some of those escape routes. It shows their ultimate destinations and so on. So there's a lot of this that is just simply not releasable because it protects the safety of lawmakers as well as the vice president. Um, so that's part of the reason. And, and there's all these conspiracy theories that have been have been pushed to as to why the, all the video wasn't released. Well, that's why. That's why. And that's exactly why the subcommittee went through the process, the January 6th subcommittee hearing process, went through an exhaustive amount of literature um, and, and video to to basically try to distill all that and present the important parts of it. And you can try to say, oh, it was it was a partisan hack job, which is, by the way, the speaking points coming directly from Fox News, which we now know lies to this audience all the time. You can continue to try to hold to that, I guess, if you want. But the best way to do this would be to release the information, the videos that can be released to all of the news agencies at the same time. So... What's worth considering, well, really, is this: that McCarthy, knowing that non-lying journalists would not have been cherry-picking the video to try to justify the insurrection, um, he basically handed it all to this one guy who, just the week before we, we found out, was admittedly lying to his own audience about all kinds of things, including the big lie. Yeah. Scott? I don't, I don't know if I'd call it lying, Dan. I mean, I would just call, <laughs> see what it is. Right. If I see what it is and I call a lie and you see what it is and you call me a liar, I'm just saying we're, we're, we're both seeing something that we want to call out. Yeah, but so Scott, when yeah. I look at this, you know what? Who should have access to these, these tapes? Should it be Congress? Should it be obviously Congress, the media? But what about the public? Shouldn't that 46,000 hours uh, be available to the public and let the public judge? Well, Dan, put on the website. Here Dan, we go. Dan just responded to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I weighed in what I wanted to say, and yeah. I appreciate the conversation, Dan, Dave. Thank you. All right, Scott. Thanks, Rory, for participating. Uh, I'd like to read some of these text messages on the Stolberg Tatum text line, but a lot of them are so personal, and I'm not going to. So um, let me see if I can find a couple here. All right, here's one. Why, why didn't the January 6th committee release the tapes before McCarthy did? 
Okay, well, first of all, they could have, I guess, but they, they basically went through and, and I think tried to edit down all the germane information, which is why most of the legitimate networks carried all of this live, by the way. Fox did not, notably, <laughs> when they had the opportunity to carry the hearings, and then they could have had their own experts in there critiquing it, but they chose not to. All, right. All of the other legitimate news organizations did, and so that's what we have. And we've already discussed why a lot of that video was not released. Text number two, they can show people looking innocent on the video for 41,000 hours. It only takes a few minutes of footage to prove that someone is guilty. I've said this before, Fox News is not a news organization. It's a propaganda machine. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, I, I, I would tend to agree, based on admissions from their own people. Um... So here we got a couple uh, what about a, what aboutisms here. Uh, here's yeah. one on the Stolberg Tatum line: lying, multiple question marks. You mean like mm -hmm. everything from CNN? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know this is this is this favorite tactic. I mean, Trump was brilliant at, at the what about this and what about that in order to not actually address the question on the table. Uh, so let, me, let, me, let me just well, let me just let, 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 let me, let me just squeeze in. Oh, let me, hold on, I'm sorry. Let me squeeze in Jeff. He's waiting to join us. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good, Jeff. What's up? Uh, Dan, I always like it when Dave has you on the show. You seem to always sum things up nicely. I have a general question. What, what, when will the madness end? What has to happen for the madness to end where there's no facts, there's no truths, there's anybody can spin it any way they want it? It's frustrating for me. I thought you might have a take on that. Boy, I wish I had an answer for that. I, I, what I would say is that it really comes down to when it when you're talking about a commercial broadcast organization, and I don't want to call them news, but a commercial broadcast organization. If um, if you know as a viewer that they're deliberately manipulating you and telling you stuff that they know is not true, I, I mean, I would I would say at some point you have a responsibility as a viewer to turn it off or write to them and tell them you're not going to put up with it anymore. And until that happens, frankly, I think Fox News is going to continue to be this juggernaut that, that it has been for you know, for many years now. Um, but the good thing is that there are legitimate conservative news organizations. We went through a few of those earlier, but, you know, you've got, um, you've, you've got uh, the Bulwark, you've got The Economist, you've got The Wall Street Journal, you've got you know, the, you know, the National Review. I mean, there's all kinds of, of organizations that do good work. If you are conservative and you want to get the news and you want to have a sense that you're getting that perspective, right. Jeff? there's no shortage of organizations. What else, Jeff? Well, that's it, Dave. I, okay. that, that's uh, all I got for today, really. That's plenty. I appreciate it. I got about a minute, Dan. What's going to happen with the Dominion lawsuit? I think that Fox is going to be in big trouble. And you're hearing from uh, people like Lawrence Tribe, who is a former... Uh, former law school uh, professor at Harvard Law, who's looked at this thoroughly and said that, um, you know, based on the requirements for proving uh, what they would need to prove in court, he feels that Dominion is going to end up prevailing in this lawsuit and, and, and maybe getting $1.6 billion. And I just want to say real quickly to the folks who want to keep pointing to every news organization and say they're all the same, let me just remind you about Brian Williams who was fired as the evening main anchor at NBC News. He was taken off the desk for that and put in storage, put in bench 
um, until he reemerged years later on MSNBC, simply because he he misrepresented a story about his helicopter being hit by live fire. When it wasn't his, it was the one in front of his. There are all kinds of news organizations that do a good job of telling you the truth and are not lying to you. And, and all you have to do, look at Don Lemon just recently, who was forced to address comments that he made about women being past their prime. Chris Cuomo was fired because he was helping his brother his brother's re-election campaign. We that go. kind of stuff is going on at Fox all the time. All right, Dan. Yeah. Appreciate the passion. Appreciate the time. Thank you, sir. Here comes the news and traffic and weather. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.